It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Chris Townsend with you after the Golden State Warriors lose to the Clippers in overtime. Warriors wrap-up is brought to you by Dolan's Lumber Doors and Windows. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had a lot of negativity around the teams that I've covered lately. And at some point, it gets old. It really, really does. (laughs) If you were at the Coliseum yesterday, wow. I got to tell you tonight, we'll take your phone calls at 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Think about this. The way this game went tonight. So I took some notes about tonight's game. So at 5.15 left in the game, they're down 11. Didn't look good. Didn't look good whatsoever. And then how about as we get late in the game? Clay Thompson at 255 misses a three. And you're, t- I mean, at that point, with two minutes and 55 seconds left, you had to think this game's over, right? And at this point, you're, you're, you're thinking about uh, Tim Roy saying five straight years with a stinker in Los Angeles. So I actually checked. They arrived yesterday in L.A., but come on, it's Sunday night. So I'm, I'm not going to put it to the old, hey, L.A. is one of the great places to go in the NBA. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. So we'll take your phone calls at 888-957-9570. Then at 2.24 left in this game, KD misses a layup. And you're thinking, okay, it's over, right? I mean, I'm sure some of you turned the radio off, probably left the TV. When you got Clay missing the three at 255 left and then KD missing the layup at 224, this game's over, right? Uh, no, it's not. In the end, this was a pretty for, – for what you saw, especially in the third quarter where they had eight of their 17 turnovers in the third quarter, what you saw tonight, the ending – It's pretty damn good. Draymond gets a steal, two minutes and 11 seconds. Then they go down. Clay hits the jumper down by the baseline. Gallinari would come down, miss a shot. Clay with a minute, 27 seconds left, hits the three to tie the game. They tied the game. This thing looked dead in the water, dead on arrival. And next thing you know, they haven't led all game. And 127 left. Clay's getting hot, and he hits the three. With 57 seconds left, Clay would miss another three. And in the end, we would be tied going into overtime. The Warriors would finish on a 19 to 5 run to tie this thing up. Didn't see that one coming at all. I can tell you, I was at the gym watching some of this with a couple of guys that I know, and we're all watching going, this game stinks. This game, this is not a good one. But they came back. It's pretty incredible. Now, I can tell you this. 
we have just been seeing some brutal calls in all of sports. And when Durant fouled out, well, how about this? At uh, 4.04 in OT, when Iguodala hits the three, it's the first time the Warriors led all night. Couldn't believe it. They're now in the lead. But at 3.46 of overtime, Durant fouls out. That was a bad luck. That was a bad... I mean, I think Bob Fitzgerald hit the nail on the head on this one. How many people How many people fit in the uh, Staples Center? Like 20,000? Whatever it is, it's a huge arena. If you've never been there, it's... It's like you got the lower ball. The lower bowl is just, what is it? 20, 21,000. So you have this massive lower bowl, right? And then they have luxury suites stacked upon luxury suites. <laughs> There's, I, I've never been in an arena like it. I used to go down there all the time when the, I did the Sabercats. And you just look up, and it's the, there's suites. It, it's truly incredible. Staples Center is incredible. But you got 21,000 people there. And you're going to file? You're going to call a foul on Kevin Durant on that play? Are you serious? I mean, that, that, what are we talking about here? People pay a lot of money to go to these games. And people pay to see the stars. And you're going to foul out one of the great players in the game's history on a call like that in overtime? And it just changed the complexion of the game. Because after that, the Warriors were outscored 15-7 to after Kevin Durant fouled out. And I would say this about anybody. So this is just not a Warrior Homer take. Like, let's say, shoes on the other foot. And all of a sudden, that let's say that's LeBron James or take whoever. And you call that in overtime with the star players? That's a joke. You got to be better than that. You got to let the guys play a little bit. I mean, we're starting to see officiating all, I mean, officiating, refing, in all the sports, get to be so soft now. I mean, I couldn't believe the call yesterday on the on the sack on Phillip Rivers. It's just there's so many calls in these games that are just soft. There's no way you can go back and look at that and go, yep, that's a foul. And, yeah, that's a foul to take a guy out, to take one of the great players out of the game. Don't like that. And I will say this, something that it was not a very, very good look tonight. McKinney did not look good in overtime. I mean, he dropped that ball at 241, turnover. Then he comes back down after Harold. And Harold played his ass off. That guy's a beast. And then McKinney would just turn it over on a bad pass. That just did not look good. Kevin Durant, his 11th career triple-double, fourth as a Warrior, first this season. But this is the good thing about all sports, not football, is you're back at it tomorrow. And we're going to get to your calls at 888-957-9570. But the good thing about it is you're back at it tomorrow. You'll forget about this one. Entertaining game, you lost. Okay, you're 11-3. Give the Clippers credit. 
But you, you, you're not going to wear this loss. I am interested, and we will talk about how the end of regulation, there was a little beef between KD and Draymond Green. Now, I would love to tell you, hey, that's just guys being competitive. I want to believe that. Problem is, there is a little bit of noise about these two guys' relationship and how much they really actually do like each other. Most times, hey, it's competitive. Two teammates... You know, the way the way the game ended, you heard Steve Kerr there with R.C. Davis talking about if I had to do it all over again, I would have called a timeout. But sometimes I just let them go. And obviously Kevin Durant wanted the ball. And they come back to the huddle and they, I guess, had some words. And I guess people are saying on Twitter, I guess they had to be separated. Boys will be boys. But you just wonder if the noise out there is a little more than you think. There, there have been sources... These guys don't love each other. We will see. All right, it's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from the callers at 888-957-9570. The game is over, and now we want to hear from you. It's time for our From the Fan segment, brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Love me some Nation's Giant Hamburgers. They got great pies, too, by the way. Let's go to Dre in Oakland. Lead us off tonight after the Warriors lose an OT to the Clippers. Uncle Townie, what is going on? I can't buy a win in any sport, for God's sakes. Tell me about it, right? That epic loss. I mean, the defense with the pass interference and the holding. And I'm like, what is going on? It just killed my pool tonight. The Giants and then Eli lifts to, to play another game. I can't believe it. But you know what? Hey, how's your foot, by the way? I hope you're getting better. <laughs> I'm actually getting an MRI on Wednesday, so we'll really we'll really have a, a good idea about my foot on Wednesday. Good luck with that, man. I had something similar like that. It was just killing me, and I, I still can't figure out what was going on with it. But to this game, um, what, what I'm hearing here is that, uh, and I remember uh, Coach Keating alluded to it back to, back in the day, but he didn't want to get into it. The Draymond and uh, uh, KD riff. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Draymond was wrong for that. At the end of reg, you know, he, he literally takes the rebound from KD, and KD's calling for the ball, and he's not, he acts like he's not even there. Draymond hasn't played in a week, you know? So I just don't understand what he's thinking there. Yeah, there's no timeout. There's five seconds left. Shoot it to KD, and Draymond just runs down like he's the only guy on the court, stumbles, and loses the ball. And then all of a sudden, you see in the corner, Big Cuz is, is talking to uh, Draymond, and then Iggy is trying to calm KD down. KD, I understand, packed his bags after he fouled out and left the arena by himself. Unbelievable. Yes. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see how this thing wraps up at the end of the year. Because you either are the camp of, hey, listen, these guys are super competitive, That they're professional athletes, this game came down to the end, sometimes you don't always agree. But then I've been told by a couple sources that these guys don't really get along all that great. So 
you know, when you see something like that, normally I'd say no big deal. But if you if you listen to a little bit of the noise out there, you know, it's one of the things that when people talk about last season and David West came out and said, hey, listen, there was stuff that went on that you guys didn't know about. Basketball, I think it's probably easier to keep the keep whatever's going on in your locker room in-house a little bit easier because you have fewer guys. You know, because when you look at, like, certain teams, you know, you take football. You got offensive guys. You got defensive guys. Baseball, you got position players versus pitchers. Stuff can get out because not everybody – you know, is always on the same page. Basketball, it's a little bit easier because it's less guys. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know what I've heard, and I've heard it from multiple places. So I, I, I appreciate something to that. Yeah, I, I would agree. Hey, thank you for the phone call. Um, we'll talk about it. I don't want to make a big deal out of it. It's not going to be a big deal until free agency hits. It's Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com. Realtor.com, the home of home search. It's a double screen for Williams. Down the right side. He's guarded by Iguodala. Outside the arc, five to shoot. Backs up with 10 seconds to go in the game. Paul fake. Shoots a contested two. No good. Rebound, Draymond. Five seconds, four seconds. Draymond to the front court. Stripped. He won't get a shot off. And the game is going to overtime. You know, with six seconds, um, and we're in transition, and we got KD and Clay out there, I like the idea of pushing the ball and... Uh, not letting them set up their defense. If I had that one back, I'd call a timeout because it didn't work out. But um, you know, that's that's just that's just a judgment call that I make on the fly, and we decided to let them go. We liked we liked our momentum, and we liked what we had on the floor. Now back to Warriors wrap up on ninety five seven the game. So I'm not going to be at the game tomorrow, and of course, Warriors wrap up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Realtor.com. All right. Something that uh, you need to ask Steve Kerr and people of the media tomorrow. It's kind of a little disturbing trend. And we'll take your phone calls at 888-957-9570. Uh, the Warriors and points in the paint. All right, so they were outscored in the paint tonight, 62-36. to Outscored in the paint against the Nets, 52-32. to Outscored against the Bucks, 84-34. to And then they are outscored in the paint against the Grizz, 50-36. to So in the last four games, they're minus 110 in the paint. That's not good, right? Now, they've lost two out of three games. That's kind of crazy. wonder what Steve Kerr feels about that. Hopefully, we'll find out about that tomorrow. Let's go to Albert in Alameda. Good evening, Albert. Yes, hi, Chris. Good evening. Thank, thank you for taking my call. Yes, my, my concern about this is um, about this uh, not calling timeout when you have – when you have – like more than five seconds, and that happens uh, the third game also, I think, uh, against, what was that, Denver? 
we didn't call timeout. We got nine seconds. We did it again here, which is Draymond Green. He's not a ball handler here, and he's not a shooter far away. Why not call timeout? And Clay was getting hot there. And, you know, draw play for Clay, five seconds. That's a lot of time. I've seen uh, like two seconds, one second, somebody wins on that, on that shot. And, and, and Kerr, I don't know, why, why, what is he thinking? I mean, he's a good coach and everything, but at this situation, especially, my God, oh my, uh, against Clippers, I want to win against Clippers, especially Bowman on the sideline with Jerry West laughing like crazy out there. Oh, my God, it, it just drives me crazy. <laughs> but also, right now, it's too early to uh, talk about, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Green and, uh, and KD talking about that. That's too early. You know, three months from, three months from now, we'll find out. I know they're talking. That's more than three months. It's gonna be. It's gonna be way more than three months. We're gonna, you know, I gotta. Well, it's gonna be till June. Green yeah. is the type that he'll get you hyped up, but he's he's the type that that will get you going also. And he's he's the leader. He's a vocal in that team. You gotta remember that. And KD, he's. The, I remember. I think like two years ago. And KD got on him, and everything clicked together. I know uh, KD will play another year for us again till we get to San Francisco. Maybe, you never know after that. But you know, right now, it's too early to stir the pot. So I'll leave it as is right now. You know, the last caller, he's only stirred the pot right now. But right now, I'm, I'm concerned about that timeout. We got to start calling timeout. You never know. It's 50-50. You win the game or you don't. If you don't call a timeout, you don't know what's going to happen. Okay, thank you for my call. Bye-bye. No problem. Yeah, Steve Kirsten after the game. That uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, but he would he would call the uh, he'd call a timeout. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to stir the pot. You can go right now and you can look at Raj Mathai has video that he's put out on Twitter. And you could see where DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins has to, they got they got to get KD and Draymond away from each other. And then Boogie is trying to, you know, console Draymond. And he did it after the game, too. How about that? Boogie Cousins. I'm not trying to stir the pot. I'm just telling you what's going on. Now, let's be fair, too. Not everybody gets along. You don't have to get along to win titles. You're not going to be in love with every teammate you got. Every single team, you're dealing with human beings. It's no different from your workplace. At your workplace, does everybody get along? Are there some people that you like more than others? Are there some people that you, you really don't care for them? Whether it's a basketball team, football, baseball, hockey, whatever. Or it's where you work. Doesn't mean everybody's always going to get along. I mean, if you went through the history of sports, did everybody like playing with Michael Jordan? I mean, you liked winning with him. Did you like him? I mean, Michael Jordan is a load. He's a total load. I'm sure there are times there's guys at the Bulls going, oh, my God, this guy. 
I I remember watching. I can't remember what. There's been so much done on on Magic Johnson. But when Magic Johnson in his early part of the Lakers, not everybody loved Magic. Magic was hanging with Jerry Buss, the owner. I don't know if it was his 30 for 30 or it was one of those like a 30 for 30 type deal. It was a, a special done on Magic Johnson. And Magic Johnson early in his career, he was he was running with Jerry Buss, the owner. And the players didn't like it. Like, why are you hanging with the owner? Remember, Jerry Buss, God rest his soul, um, Jerry Buss used to have like a harem of really young women around him. And Magic was all in. He was buddy with the owner. People didn't like it. There's plenty of examples. You look at a great one-two punch we had here in the Bay Area. Bonds and Kent. They clearly didn't like each other. They clearly didn't get along. You're talking about two of the prickliest guys of all time. Bonds and Kent, are you kidding me? Neither of those guys was a day at the beach. But they won MVPs together, and they were a great punch in the middle of the lineup. You can go back to the A's of the 70s, how they fought. They fought before a World Series game down at Dodger Stadium. Teammates fighting. Ray Fossey got hurt trying to break up one of the fights. Not everybody's going to get along and not everybody's going to be best friends. And I don't believe it affects the team. Whether so that that's the thing I think you got to realize. These are human beings, it's life. Is there something there between KD and Draymond there's people that are going to tell you yes there's other people in the NBA who know so I got this a while ago from a source and then I got it basically backed up by another but in the end who cares I don't need them to love each other I don't there, 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 there's no roster in any sport where everybody is fully on board and doesn't have an issue with somebody. Who was the hockey team? God, who was it? I God, there was a hockey team recently that was they, they these guys were in the they were in an Uber and they're ripping on their coach. <laughs> the Senators, yeah, the Ottawa Senators. It's life. Not everybody gets along. Not everybody's buddy buddy. As long as it doesn't affect the only thing that matters, that's wins and losses. It's the only thing that matters. As long as everybody is pulling on the same rope when it comes to winning. And as much as I love Draymond Green, and I would never want Draymond Green to, I I would never want him to change. He's a red ass. But you need that guy. Because Clay Thompson's not a red ass. Steph Curry's not that guy. Somebody's got to be that guy. Every team has to have that guy. I don't care what sport you're in. Everybody's got to have somebody in the clubhouse or they got to have somebody in the locker room who's willing to say the things other people are not comfortable saying. 
Everybody needs a bad guy. There's good guys and a bad guy. Now, if you have too many bad guys, then you got a problem. But you got to have you got to have one guy, and I, maybe that's not fair to call him a bad guy, but I like to call it the bad guy. Somebody's got to be the police inside the locker room or the clubhouse. Somebody's got to be that person. And they got to have the ability to call out anybody. And that's why Draymond's so unique. Draymond can call anybody out. And they're going to listen. He's the cop inside and I, I think of another guy who was great at that was with the A's, Josh Donaldson. Josh, Don, There were certain guys that did not like Josh Donaldson because Josh Donaldson would call people on their S-bomb. He'd call them on it all the time. There was a certain right fielder for the A's. They didn't get along. Josh Reddick did not get along with Josh Donaldson. They didn't get along at all because... Reddick likes to pull a lot of stuff, and Donaldson wasn't having it. But they won together. They had success. That's why I would never want Draymond Green to change. Now, the question is, see, like tonight, tonight to me, that's not about whether I like a guy or not. Tonight it's going to be end of the game. I mean, look. You're dead in the water, and next thing you know, you come back and you tie it and you have a chance to win at the end of the game and you don't get a shot off. So to me, that is going to be two teammates on the floor, disagree how it ended, separate them, whatever, let's go get them an OT. And if Durant doesn't foul out with 346, we could be looking at a different story. But do I believe that these guys really love each other off the floor? I don't buy it. But to me, it doesn't matter. Just win. Not everybody's going to get along. And the great thing about basketball and the great thing about hockey and the great thing about baseball is that you have another game and you forget about this. It's not like football where the Niners lost tonight on Monday Night Football and the Raiders stunk it up yesterday at the Coliseum and now you got to wear it for a full week. A full week. That's what makes football so brutal. You just can't go to the next game. That's what's great about the Warriors. Guess what? Hawks in town tomorrow night. You go out and stomp the Hawks. We're not even talking about this Clipper game. The number is 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Warriors lose in overtime, 121 to 116. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. And Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. So the Warriors uh, on their Twitter page, which is at Warriors PR, I did not realize this. They had a seven-game road winning streak against the Clippers. How about that? And the saintly one, you know, we have high expectations. Let's be honest. 
But as Gary St. Jean said on NBC after the game, NBC Bay Area, it's tough to win on the road. I don't care who you're playing against. The road is a dangerous place. It is. It's tough to win on the road. Tough to win on the road in all sports. That's why there's a home field, home court, home ice advantage. That's why if you have two teams that are evenly matched, Vegas is going to make the home team the favorite. Something about being in your bed, being in your, in hockey, it's your barn, your arena, your field. There's just something about it. But everything still is good. The Warriors are 11-3, and 4-2 on the road. They're 6-2 and two against the Western Conference. They absolutely own the East. Everything is fine. It is just one game in November. This one caller said three months. No, we got a lot. We've got a lot longer than three months. It was good to see Andre. So some, I'm trying to be more positive. We've been around a, a lot of negativity. So I told you Kevin Durant, 11th career triple-double. It was his fourth as a Warrior, first this season. Good to see Iggy getting up tonight. With a dunk, he came right down the middle, and boom. Iguodala had a season-high 14 points. Two or three from three. That was good to see. Clay Thompson putting up 31 and getting hot in the end. So there, there were some positives in this game. And also, you get guys playing meaningful minutes at the end of games. Like, for instance, and I know it didn't go well, but it's a learning. McKinney tonight. McKinney was terrible in overtime. But you know what? That's the experience. You learn from these things. I mean, he had two bad turnovers. It's okay. Learn from it in November. I mean, you're going to screw up. Screw up in November. Because the way it's looking, McKinney's going to get minutes, and he could get meaningful minutes in some in, in some interesting games, some big games. Iguodala played 33 minutes tonight. How about that? How about Sean Livingston playing 19? Good to see him. All these guys getting experience is nothing but good news. So you like seeing that. Even though you lost 121 to 116. You come back tomorrow night, you pump the Hawks, you're feeling good. By the way, if you didn't get to see it today, very solid article by my guy Mark Medina tonight, or I should say in today's paper. And I know if you follow him on Twitter, you can see it. It's an article that he did on Johnny West, Jerry West's kid. And his rise through this organization. It's not it's not easy when your dad <laughs> your dad's the logo for God's sakes. And the Huggy Bear is is in there talking about him playing at West Virginia, never relying on his dad's name. He's hard worker through Santa Cruz, the C dubs, to where he is now as the team's director of basketball operations. Very good read. 
This guy's going to have a chance to be a GM someday. And that's been his life goal. And people were worried that Jerry West, when he got his, what's his official title? Is it a consultant? I don't know if he even has like an official title with the Clippers. He's like a consultant. They thought that they were going to lose Johnny. And everybody said, from Bob Myers to Steve Kerr, they went to Johnny West and said, Johnny, we don't want you to leave. We want you to be here. And he didn't go with his dad. So a really good article about, I, I don't know what his future is with the Warriors, but uh, they don't want to lose him. They think he's a big part of this organization. He's a part of the, as Steph Curry calls it, the Golden State golf team. <laughs> it's a crack-up article, by the way. There's some funny things in it. I mean, Bob Huggins is talking about uh, Bob Huggins loves him. I guess he started partying a little too hard in college his sophomore year, and Bob Huggins was like, you know, because obviously Jerry West is the greatest player to ever come out of West Virginia. Probably in anything, right? I mean, they've had some good football guys, but no one's bigger than Jerry West. And he was like, I don't care who your father is. I'll kick you off this team. And it was a really good article about, you know, what he did in college and what he's done. But so the the the, the golf team is the owner. You got Joe Lacob who Lakeham obviously plays a lot of golf. See him down at the AT&T every year playing. And he's got a house down there, down at Pebble Beach. You got Steph, you got Iggy, and Johnny West. That is your Golden State Warriors golf team. These guys live a good life, man. They live a good life. There is no doubt about it. We need to get to the play of the game. Play of the game? Well, play of the game is brought to you by, brought to you by Putnam Auto. Visit Putt. Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or you visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 1030 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Warriors can tie with a triple. 90 seconds to go. Thompson catches, launches for three. Got it! A clay tray ties the game at 106. Seriously. I mean, I'm getting ready for this game. At 255 left in the game, Clay misses the three, right? Then 224 left in the game. KD comes down, misses the layup. Did any of you think they had a shot at that point? It was ball game over. But all of a sudden, Draymond Green with the steal at 211. At 201, Clay hit a jumper. Gallinari misses a, a shot at 134. And then what you just heard right there, 127 left in the game. He hits the three and ties it. Can you imagine being in that building tonight and you're a Clipper fan? You had to just be shocked. You had to absolutely be shocked that you're leading this entire game. There's no Steph Curry. Warriors don't look good. You're killing them in the paint. And all of a sudden, oh, my God, they've tied the game. I mean, the Golden State Warriors really have the ability to be like the ultimate boogeyman and just steal your soul. But give them credit. 
Lou Williams, give him, you know, Harold credit, William, Lou Williams credit. But that's a great thing. Back at it tomorrow, and you don't even think about this game. You just move on. But they closed tonight on a 19-5 to run at the end of regulation. If they would have got a shot off at the end of regulation and won the game, oh, my God, that would have been. We'd be going back going, you know, that's one of the great wins of the year. Like, you talk about stealing one. You don't play well. You don't play well in the third quarter. And then somehow you tie it up in the, you know, what, you tie it up with a minute 27 left and you win the game. That would have been the total boogeyman win of the year. It's all right. You got the Hawks tomorrow night. Everybody get out to the arena. Going to be a lot of fun. And that is going to do it for Warriors wrap-up as the Warriors end up losing to the Clippers in overtime, 121-116. to And, of course, Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Quickly, let me go through what we got going tomorrow here on 95.7 The Game. All righty, so make sure you tune in to Matt Kolsky in the morning from 5 to 6. Steve. So wait, wait, Kolsky's sick. Steven, Steven Langford's doing it from 5 to 6? I might just get Okay, I'm lying. I just might get up just to listen to Langford, who, by the way, does arguably one of the best John Gruden impressions in the history of John Gruden's uh, impressions. Uh, he's not better than Kelly. I'm hearing in my ear better than Kelly Endo. I wouldn't go that far, but he is very good. Joe Lowen Dibbs from 6 to 10. They'll have my man John Dickinson. They'll have Ratto. They'll have Papa. They'll have Travis Schlank, former Warrior, now general manager of the Hawks. Then you got Steiny and Guru. Don't forget, tune into their show, play of the game. You win 100 bucks. Papa and Bonte, they'll have Mooch. One of the great San Jose State Spartans of all time, the great Jeff Garcia, Rod Higgins, and Kurt Warner. Damon Bruce will have Mark Spears, Tim Roy, a 49ers player will be stopping by. What a rough day in the Bay. Rough two days. Warriors uh, Warriors lose, Niners lose, Raiders lose. It has been a rough two days in Bay Area sports. Very, very rough. All right, that's going to do it for Warriors Wrap-Up. Fox Sports Radio will take you the rest of the way. I'll be back on Wednesday. Have a great night, everybody.